0: I'm a little bit weird when it comes to tipping. I think I'm a big tipper in most instances, and it's because of guilt and shame. And as I've told you before, most of what I do in life comes from guilt and shame. I I absolutely dread the thought of going out for dinner and then later checking Twitter to find out someone has said, hey, that Shea Ganem guy from the news, he was in here tonight and gave us a terrible tip. That's like one of my worst fears. So I tip. Usually I tip pretty well, especially if I'm in either of the two restaurants that I go to all the time, because, well, those people are like family, so, um, but I I would feel like a real jerk if I don't, but come on, it's getting to a point now. It really, really is. You can go to some places where the service is minimal, like they're not even really doing a service, right? But still, they're asking you for a tip. And some of these tips, the amount that they want, it's, it's just too much. I think a lot of people are getting frustrated, a little bit fed up, and you know what? In a lot of cases, confused about the whole, where are we with tipping in 2023? Because boy, has it ever changed. So Nathan Warren is an assistant professor of marketing at the Buy Norwegian Business School currently. And he joins us now. He's done some work around this. Nathan, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time.
1: Hi! Thanks for having me on. Appreciate you reaching out.
0: Yeah, this is a, it's a fascinating conversation. I think we all live with every single day. So let's start with tipping etiquette, and let's just start with who asks for tips these days, because it seems like almost everyone does. It's really changed in recent years,
1: right? And so we used to the tipping norms used to be based around two premises. One was that you had some sort of relationship with the person that was serving you that you were tipping right? Uh, And so the idea was that you tip them and then they would provide you with better service. Um, It was some sort of reward for good service. Uh, And so that's the second piece was that tips were somehow related to service quality. And the new places we're seeing tipping, it's often unclear who you're building a relationship with and what exactly, uh, what service you might be rewarding beyond something that's just... Um, a very kind of basic standardized thing.
0: I wonder what's the digital piece here, because we all, we're all we all familiar with this now, where it doesn't matter where you are or what you're buying, you have the digital option And it. They have little handheld machines or they have little, you know, and, and it's got the button, the tip button, right? Yep. Um, it's, right. It, it, how big of a factor is it just that it's, the technology has changed things?
1: And, and the technology is certainly the thing that led to this massive boom in tipping. Uh, in all sorts of places. We didn't see it before. Um, you're never going to be feel like you're asked for a tip um, if you're paying in cash uh, it, it, or if you're in some sort of service where there is no payment, right? That's just very much a digital phenomena, but that new change in all these digital technologies has also really changed the different ways that employees and firms can pressure you yeah. into tipping more than you might have otherwise, or into tipping something when you normally would have tipped nothing.
0: And obviously, we all know the amounts, I mean, sometimes they spin it around and your lowest option available is 20%. I, mean, I remember, I'm old enough to remember when 10% was considered a pretty healthy tip in a restaurant.
1: And, and, and you're talking about at a restaurant, and if it's a restaurant, 20% in some places is considered a norm now.
0: Yeah, that's right. Which
1: Okay, if that's the norm, please provide me with a lower option also. <laughs> and if that's the norm in a full-service restaurant where an employee has been working really, really hard to earn that 20%, why is 20% also showing up in all these other services, you know, like a self-checkout machine where there's no employee and there's no service quality?
0: Yeah. Um, that's that that's the ones that are absolutely baffling. So you have a strategy that you've come up with to help decipher exactly what our obligation is, what we need to do around this. So so let's go through it. And first and foremost, you ask yourself, do I have to tip? I mean, that's where you start, right? Should I leave a tip in this instance?
1: and And that is the first question. And we kind of break that down into two pieces. One is the ethics of tipping, and one the other is the strategy of tipping. And so the ethics of tipping talks about you should first tip people who are just severely underpaid. Yeah, And that's particularly true in some places in the United States, um, but it, it's true throughout the service work industry that these people are often pretty low paid, and some are exceptionally low paid. So start by considering how much money people are making. If they're really struggling, and if you're not struggling in particular, try to help those people out. Okay. Then the second piece, um, is the strategies of tipping. And the strategies of tipping talks about things like if you tip someone, how will that benefit you? And you opened with this example of you're a a public personality, so it becomes more complicated for you. But for the rest of us, the strategy is going to show up in two ways. First is if you have a relationship with the business, you can get a reputation as a good
0: customer. Absolutely. So if
1: you tip well at the restaurants you go to, you probably get better service than the average person walking in off the street. So you pay more, but you get more. The other piece is um, if you're pre-tipping, so this new phenomena that's come out with digital tipping is asking for tips before anything has happened. Right. So instead of tips rewarding good service, tips now bribe for good service. And so while I really hate paying a tip before service, I never say no. Uh, So if I'm ever asked for a tip before service, I give them the money. Yeah. And then I I, I cringe while I'm doing it. And then I, I. Kind of decide afterwards whether or not I ever want to go
0: back to that business. That's that's another factor. We'll get to that in a second because I think that's important. Whether I'll avoid some places just because of the tipping questions. But um, okay, so now we've established whether or not we need to tip. Then the next question. This is a tough one too. How much do we tip? Because like we say, you know, twenty percent's become the norm for some for some restaurants and things like that. But what about if you're getting your haircut? What about the Uber guy? Like, there is no standard anymore, is there? Right. Uh, well, there there
1: might be standards within certain services and within certain cultures. Uh, so there's a tipping norm of 20 plus percent in New York City for full service restaurants. Okay. But that doesn't tell you what you tip in a full service restaurant in Quebec, yeah. in in British Columbia, in New Zealand, right? Where these norms are going to vary widely. So we need to think about very local specific tipping norms rather than 20% is my norm. Because you should not be tipping 20% if someone at the checkout at a grocery store asks you for a tip. It just does not make sense in that scenario. Um, So think about the, the very local norms. And what we try to recommend is try to think of your own personal norms for a given service so for me, if I get an expensive, fancy coffee, I tip more than if I get just a, a black coffee. Sure. Because um, there's more work involved. And so think of your own personal norms before you go in there. And if you're ever surprised with a tip request, we say pick the middle option for the first time and then think about it uh, before your next time. So we generally, generally don't recommend saying no tip uh, your first go. Okay, so... Uh, there are some exceptions you might ask me about next,
0: right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because like like you yeah. said, you'll cringe and you'll tip and you yeah. won't go back. But is there ever an instance where you can just say, no, sorry, I'm not giving you a tip?
1: Certainly. Um, and, and you're going to be safest doing this when they ask you for a tip after service. Right? Because if you tip sure. be- or yeah. if you don't tip before service, you're always running the risk. Um, we refer to it, you know, in, in our private talk is that the employee is going to spit in your food. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Your, and it doesn't need to be spitting in your food. They're just going to sure. do something to you. Um, they're going to provide you bad service. Yep. Uh, it, so before service tip requests, be very wary in saying no. Um, and those are the ones we highly recommend avoiding if you can. Um, and then, you know, post-service tip, we think that it's perfectly ethical to just not tip people when there is no norm of tipping in that industry, no historical um, expectation of it. And so these are people who just, they never were tipped before, and now there's some new payment system where they're, all of a sudden, you're asked for a tip, and it's like, no, I don't need to tip that robot. No, I don't need to tip this cash register. No, I don't need to tip... I just made a donation, who is my tip even going to?
0: Now, we're asking all these questions and trying to figure out what's right when it comes to tipping. Do businesses have to take a look at this? Because like you say, there are businesses I won't go to and you said there's businesses you won't go to because the tipping is ridiculous. It doesn't make sense and we don't want to feel bad about not tipping. Our businesses, do they need to start examining what they do around tipping?
1: So this is something I've been doing a lot of my research on, and we don't have a concrete answer yet because it would re- we just don't have a clear answer. We do know that a lot of these ways that firms are asking for tips is having a big negative impact on customer satisfaction, and people aren't coming back to these businesses. But those companies are also making a lot more money which means that they can hold on to their employees better. Their employees are happier, um, and those are going to have other positive impacts for companies. So it's difficult to yet determine, you know. And I think again, it will be business by business. Yeah. When a, a specific tip request is going to cause more harm in terms of unhappy customers versus more benefit in terms of uh, happier employees and lower lower costs uh, for that can be passed on to
0: customers, Um, so. Yeah, no, great, great uh, information. Nathan, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you being here with us today.
1: Thank you, have a good one.